people, they don't really care about mm-hmm. the black audience. They just care black about people, the money that the black, black audience brings. So and I don't also care about that. To, it, it, it's I think our we culture. should. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because remember, we're assuming that because like we're going out to see a black actor, that the black money that we're giving them is going towards that black actor. It may not be the case. It may be going towards the white people behind the scenes. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't matter. For me, Black Panther was bigger than that. I wanted my mm-hmm. kids or I wanted children mm-hmm. to see themselves in a in a hero. You know, because right. before it was Superman ding, and Batman ding, ding, and Spider Man, and they're ding, all ding, white. So I wanted them to see that power mm-hmm. in themselves. And, and the way that they see it is, you know, someone that looks like them, someone that they could be. The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything. Six black queens and kings from New York City sharing our views on black lifestyle culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. Looking good, sounding good. Let's do this shit, all right? Because we are waiting for... We are live, we are live. We live. We live. What up, tribe? What up, what up, what up? What's up? So I'm going to start us off. Today, I'm going to do our uh, chakra that is for the third eye. You guys ready? Yes, ma'am. Do it. All right. Dang so me. This chakra is said to be located in the center of your head, parallel to the middle of your eyebrows. It's believed to be linked to perception, awareness, and spiritual communication. Some say that when the third eye is open, it can provide wisdom and insight, as well as deepen your spiritual connection. And then I looked up something that says, what do you see when your third eye is open? And it says, when your third eye is open, you can experience clairvoyance, visions, and extrasensory perception. The third eye opens the doorway to your subconscious to enable you to communicate and to receive messages and information from the higher consciousness and other dimensions of consciousness. And the tribe, you guys don't know this, but we check in every, every time we do an episode, we check in with each other and we do a little mental health check and how we're doing spiritually, mentally, it's physically. Not little. It's not little. You're right, Mash. But we all kind of shared a lot of things that were coming up for us. And so I want to make sure that we open up that chakra so we feel connected and clear. So. You know, can I, wait, can I say something about that chakra real quick? I think I remember sure. reading like your third eye is, I feel like I have my third eye open for a bit now, but I think they say like, especially when you smoke weed and shit, like it's supposed to help yes. open your, your pineal gland. I think that's the gland that they also say is about like your third eye too. Yes. So, um, mm-hmm. I believe in that and shit. that's in your brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Wake, shake up or not. He's up. <laughs> he's on All mute, right, but he's up. I said I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> All right, ready, guys. Let's open up our do third it. eye. I'm complete. Hey, all right. <laughs> yeah. That feels good. All right. Now that my third eye has opened. Okay. Now that my third eye has been activated, you know, being clearly not to activate this Ooh. episode. Okay. All right. Ooh. Okay. Cause Holy we live spirit. now. All right. Activate. 
Okay. All right. So, so let me let me introduce let me introduce my co-host of this lovely lovely show. Okay. Who am I going to start off with? Any mini money? All right. So y'all remember that nasty cold front that we had in Texas a while back? You know. Rumor has it that it was chilly. It was chilly. It, it was it was really chilly, really chilly, real cold, so, real icy, real icy. <laughs> rumor has it that my my next co-host was seen leaving the scene of the crime not too long after that. Frigid, frigid. That'd be me. I love it. That'd be yeah, me. I love I'm it. just saying. I love okay, it. Okay, she she has served this country, and now she serves vegetarian food to herself because you know health and wellness and shit. All right. Facts. You are what you eat. Right. So if you're gonna pull up on her, bring a lunchbox. All right. If you don't want to be eating all that leaf shit all day. Okay. Shut up. All right. She's a five-time homebody pole dancing champion. Okay. And queen. The cinnamon. To talk about it. And, <laughs> and, and she is queen of the LBMs. Okay. All right. Little booties matter. They do. They do matter. <laughs> Give it up for my <laughs> Trini dancing partner, TJ. What up, TJ? I love your wine. What up, tribe? Uh, of course. Um, yeah, that's right. Little booties matter. Shout out to all my little booty bitches out there. Okay. Facts, facts, facts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me see. So um on to the next. Uh this next co-host, okay. He's the reason why silence is deadly. All right. An introvert at heart. When he get on this shit, this platform right here, okay, all that shit go out the window. All right. Mm-hmm. This shit right here, nigga. This shit, this shit right, right here. here. Okay. <laughs> Master of the jump rope. Okay. He does it all. Speed rope, heavy rope, double dutch, single dutch. Just started dutch, incorporating dutch. three pounds. All right, all right. Exactly. You see him. All right, real shit, real shit. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that was some Big avatar Daddy shit. Earth, wind, fire, double dutch, double dutch. Um, uh, what's it called? All right, he he's um. He, he's currently working on a potion, actually. Uh, last time I checked, this potion will chemically melt the dicks of all sexual offenders on the planet. All right? So <laughs> I think, remember that episode. So, I remember that facts, episode. Facts, I, what episode was that? What episode was that? I forgot. A dark one. Was, a very, very yeah. dark one. <laughs> all right. Dark all right. One. I don't know. But, I gotta but anyway. I'll get back to you guys, Tribe, so you guys can check out that episode. I'll get back to you. Yeah. So I if you think about- I've heard of this episode. If you think about Which touching one? somebody's no-no spot, please don't do it. All right? You will find Current you. events? All right. He, it might have been. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. All right. A he's, a, he, he's a comic enthusiast uh, with a vast collection of some of the world's most sought after publications. All right. Boogie, say what up to the tribe. Peace and love, everybody. This is Sly Boogie, a silent, awkward introvert or lovable introvert, whatever you want to call me. I like um, but that. yeah. Silent, awkward introvert. <laughs> yeah, that, I, unfortunately, that's a bit accurate in terms of just me. But anyway, mm-hmm. just peace and love, everybody. Tribe, thank you so much for just tuning in as you usually do. Um, feel free to check me out on YouTube. There's a game I've been streaming called Elder Scrolls Legends, and it's available on pretty much all platforms, PC, mobile, Xbox, PlayStation. And I just do a lot of videos in terms of teaching about how the game works, band strategies, mm-hmm. et cetera. It's just a dope, fun card game to play. And if you're a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! from back in the day, you may appreciate it. So just wanted to kind of shout that out and come through and check the channel out. About it. Thanks. Thanks. All right, but All right. Uh, for my next, and y'all, and y'all know who it is. I don't even know, but I don't want to have to look her in the eye and have to do this, but it's fine. I'll do it now. Zone three, three, four, two, three. Don't do that, dog. Don't do that. You know she don't like when you zone her shit, dog. Don't do that, dog. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it, Don't do it, Now, let me tell you something. I got this. I got this. All right, look. So, look, I watch a lot of, 
you know, Marvel movies. But one thing I realized throughout the years is that not all heroes wear capes. And this next mm-hmm. co-host saves lives literally every day. Okay. Oh, the last guys. person that the last person that zoned her shit, matter of fact, yo, legend has it, they ended up in a Toyota Corolla trunk. Out in El Paso, my nigga. All right, and also last nigga that t- that, 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 that that's on her shit moved all the way from New York to Portland. Like they not even in the facts, same state facts. no more. So, so, so no fly zone. So no fly zone. So no fly zone. That's facts. All right. So she's saving and right. taking lives. Huh? All right. She's a she's a <laughs> former she's track doing. star and damn near an Olympian in my mind. All right. Wanderlust, island hopper, and a Caribbean representative. All right, everybody, welcome mm-hmm. the queen of trifecta, Mo. Mm-hmm. What up, Mo? Uh, hey. Hi guys, love my hey. intro. Flash, Flash you do course. the best intros, by the way. I'm coming, I'm coming for you. It's I'm your girl you. Mo. You you always know I represent the Bronx Co-op City Section Five, and of course, That's... don't ever zone my shit. Don't zone it, Ooh. El Paso, my nigga. El Paso, <laughs> El Paso. <laughs> no gas, no gas in your tank. No gas. All right, uh, this nigga. This, you you probably think I was gonna say you for last, little hoe, but I'm not. Anyway, he he he. he, he <laughs> He makes sure that we try to keep this show just a little bit sophisticated by bringing you folks the wonderful word of the day. Sometimes it's the word of the week because this nigga don't know what the fuck he doing, but it's cool. It could be the day of the week, whatever he wants. All right. He has got the the gumption to approach all women on the soca dance floor and give them the best. Okay. The best two minutes of their lives that they've ever seen. Okay. Uh, and, all right, R seven on deck. All right, yeah, all, all, all the way. You didn't forget look, the HSC look, though. Nah, don't forget it. All right, and and peep game. If she stays longer than two minutes on that dance, then he's going in hot. Okay, in yeah, hot. facts. Right, you got two minutes. <laughs> now you can catch his next performance probably somewhere along a soca stage near you. Okay, or you can catch him on our Instagram dressed like a real pretentious lawyer. Okay. Was, is that, was that a word? Was, was that a um, word? Pretentious? Yes. 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 Pretentious. We use yeah. that before. This is one of it. our words of the day. Make sure. more like a bail bondsman <laughs> as opposed to a lawyer. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. A very cheap suit, but it's fine. All right. <laughs> but anyway, please welcome the crypto god himself. Okay? Shake. The America's yes. favorite fuckboy. Asshole. AFF. Yo, yo, Shake is in the house, Mr. HSD himself, America's favorite. Let him know, bro. I AF got F? you, bro. Nah, I, I can't, but I still can't subscribe to the last F. I'm just AF, all right? All right. Thank you, God, for listening in. <laughs> got you, got you, got you. Thank you, God, all for right. listening uh, in, and thanks for the intro, Flash. I got you. Uh, yo, last but not least, okay? Now. Drip, drip. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, let me think. All right, so look, my next co-host has <laughs> redefined. I'm glad you can smell it. Hold up. My my next co-host has redefined what chocolate wasted is. Okay? He actually took it too far. All right? He has a black belt in blacking out, but he also has a master's in his black skin. Okay? He is known to always be making some real fantastic, cool-ass meal on them nice granite counters. Okay? It's granite, right? Chop, chop, nigga. All right. Um, he's he's also known to grow his own food, slowly preparing for the zombie apocalypse that will consume you all if your flesh is weak and tasty. Fucking right. Okay. Fucking right. All right. Fucking right. But if, so take the time to listen to this man's story, okay? Because it will grow on you. All right. Imported from the land of spew itself. Yeah. So when he say drip, please say the drip, drip, and welcome my homie Mash to the show. 
Yo, yeah. what's good, everybody? <laughs> yeah. It's your boy Mash, aka yeah. Sir Drip, aka the Spew Guy Drip Drip. Please say the Drip Drip. Drip Drip Drip. There we go. Thank you, Yo, Mash. Mash. Yo. What's good, Pop? If if you was if you if you was really serious about preparing for the zombie apocalypse, you'd definitely be working on your cardio, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Got to get out there and run. Got to run. Know what Absolutely. Get- <laughs> see what the problem is. It's not see, just growing. Look, see, you got your priorities wrong. I'm focused on my ammunition, so I don't gotta run. Okay, so I'm gonna hold down the fort, nigga. So you better be a good runner. Okay. <laughs> you better make sure your calisthenics is in order, my nigga, because my fort is certified. It's in order, bro. It's in order. But, yo, at the end of the day, I know I'm faster than Shake, so I'm good. We good on this side. <laughs> better duck these AR shells. Your nigga better be some real good duck. All right, yo, and yo, so as for me, okay, I am the people's perspective. I am the keyboard trapper. I am the curator of curiosity. I am Flash the philosopher. And welcome to another episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet, where we give you the real in a world of fake. All right, y'all. Welcome, Trap. Now, 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 before we get it back to, you know, me wanting to host this episode, I got to bring in an um, uh, uh, act that we usually bring in here. You know, he performs yeah. for us. So, Shake, please bring us the word of the day. Hey, or week. Which, what, 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 is, what is it? What is it today? What is it? It's a week of the day. Word of the week. Word of the week. Word of the week. Word of the week. Thank you for doing the song for me. I got you, bro. I don't have the energy to do it myself. I was out. Late last night. And then, you know, yesterday was like a cardio day for me. I brought that up. I did. I ran for the first time in a few months because the weather's been, the weather was nice yesterday. Okay. And now today, nigga, I, I need a wheelchair, bro. Like, my legs is fucked up right now. Like, yo. Oh, my God. Like, hey, man, in a while? After, after running, yo, two months, bro. It's been too hey, long. It be like here. that, man. New mm. York is crazy. Getting, you know, leg got yeah, activated yesterday, but. 50 degree, yes, 50 degree day yesterday definitely activated it. So, yeah, all right, so did it, today's word of the day, ladies and gentlemen, let me give it to you. <laughs> okay, so the word of the day, it was remiss, right? That was my original word of the day, but I was told that the word is too simple. Um, remiss, y'all know how, y'all, y'all know what remiss is, most, most of you guys. And um, I think you my should have still used it, but whatever. My buddies nah, like say that shit. they don't. You don't like you don't like remiss. I, I like you'll remiss be remiss that you didn't use the word. You know okay. exactly. Right. I would be remiss that I didn't use the word. You know what? Fuck it. We're not even using <laughs> today. We're gonna say nah, that for the come, next one. Uh, no, 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 no. Go, no. Go, ahead with, go ahead with colloquialism. Come on, shake your word of the day, bro. You choose the word, bro. You'll your word of the day. What you want, shake? What you want, shake? Fuck it. Fuck this it. nigga's conflicted, man. Nah, fuck it. We use it remiss. So the word of the day is remiss. R-E-M-I-S-S, right? It's a two-syllable word. And I know, you know, I usually come with three syllables and better, but I love this word so much. And I, I used it in a sentence the other day, and I was just like, I hope everybody knows how to use this in a sentence. So mm. remiss, remiss means lacking care or attention to duty, negligent, right? And basically, I would, I would be remiss not to use the word in this podcast, which means I'd be Whoa. negligent not to use the word, right? Or I would be remiss if I left out the details of what happened in the story. And mm. like I'm saying, like I said, that would be irresponsible. So remiss is a very easy word, and it's, it'll be easy for you guys to kind of put it into your um, your sentences. So 
please raise a finger or something to let us know that you need a point for that word because it'll be it's so I feel like it's so easy to put it into your regular like talking points, right? Vocabulary. So I agree. Yeah. We yeah no your regular talking points like during yeah. the podcast. Okay. So oh, yeah, we may so we may so we may miss it. So if we miss it, you know, you just like it would be remiss for you. It would be remiss of you not to raise your hand and say, "Hey, give me a point." Mm. Okay. Is remissive a word too? Like no, that would be. Remissive. I don't know. If remi- I feel like remissive means something totally different. Hmm. I okay. think it is a word, and it means um granting or bringing up remission or pardon. It's the adjective form of remission. Yeah, the uh, cancellation of a debt, charge of penalties. So the adjective. Version. Yeah. I guess it's used specifically okay. in like debt, but the word is remiss. Okay, that's the that's word good. we're using for the day. Word of the day is complete. Flash back to you, bro. Yeah, th- thank, thank you for that. I'd, I'd be remiss if you had to keep going on. So I'm glad that you can get it back to me. All right, do I get a point for that? No point. No point. <laughs> point whore. Point whore. Flash trying to rack up the points early. Somebody give Flash his point. Uh, yo, uh-huh. all right. So, Tribe, if y'all remember, um, we did a episode recently, last week, if you're hearing this. Uh, we did it on a little bit of Black history. That was our Blackity Black episode. And, well, guess what? You're in a surprise again because we're back, all right? And we we have another Blackity Black Volume 2 episode for you. This is not a Blackity it's Black not episode. not Blackity Black Volume 2. Let them know what it's called, man. What's the name of the episode, bro? I thought it was Blackity Black Volume 2. It's not? Nah, uh, it's supposed to be the Black of the Berry this way that you choose. Motherfucking bro. right. Oh. Thank you, Shake. Okay. Thank you, Shake. Together, Thank man. You, Shake. Well, there I'm, you go. I mean, that, that's the that's the title after the Blackity oh, Black. Oh, you're right. Though. After Blackity Black. Blackity yeah. Black 2. Yeah. The Black of the Berry. I wasn't wrong. You Come right. on, bro. Fuck you right. You right. You're right. I know what right. I'm talking I've about. I've always really <laughs> loved that term, the Black of the Berry, the Sweet of the Juice. I don't know what it is about that statement, but I feel like that uh-huh. statement is like It's because it's sexy. That's what it's sexy, right? But it's also like sensual at the same time mm-hmm. but it's the mm-hmm. truth you know so i feel it like that's an appropriate facts. title for this episode yeah i like it all right so um so first order of business Damn. that i'm going to bring in as far as a question that i would love for the tribe to answer all right what do you love about being black <sighs> talking about the the juice talking about the juice Ooh, that's, this that's is so oh great. so sweet this is a good question but it's so loaded um i love i love that Dang, this is a lot. So I love that I could be myself, but it's a, we've created a culture, right? Like, you know, the black culture, we've dominated sports. We're known to have rhythm. We've known to have our own style, our body shape. You know, our men are known for having big dicks, you know, like that's the the thing. And I'm not saying that that's what we're, that's the only thing about being black, but our men are like chocolate, they're protectors, they're big, they're strong, or they're known for that. The women, the bodies of the women, and I, I hate to mention it, but like our butts, our lips. And now that is something that, you know, we didn't like in the past or it wasn't, it wasn't something that we, we were made fun of it. You know, oh, she got a big mm-hmm. butt or she got big lips. And now people are injecting their lips to have full lips like black people and getting, you know, butt enhancements and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I love that we're trendsetters. I love that we just have so much culture. Um, and there's so much more, but that's what comes to my mind right away. Nah, I fuck mm. with you on, on a TJ. Um, I mean, I guess to jump in on that, uh, what I love about being black is just the, I don't want to say perseverance, but there's always like, we're the culture that's always been kind of a uh, push down, I guess, 
lack of a better term in terms of just abuse and things that we've had to endure. And even today, it's like we're, you know, we're aware of that and we're pushing through. Like, I think that it's not just us, you know, even people listening, there's hundreds of black organizations of, of, of younger men and women that kind of get the history that was kind of taught down. I feel like what I love about being black is that, you know, we talk about history and I feel like, you know, we can kind of see in, in all of us how we've kind of embraced history and kind of done our own thing. Um, just the greatness of it all, the way kind of TJ was talking about like LeBron James, you know, we're talking about Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant before him, Michael B. Jordan or whoever you want to talk about that's currently in the acting world. There's just so many people that kind of, when you look at them, you see that they kind of had a little bit of respect for history while at the same time paving their own way. I feel like black people all over the world kind of do that. So that is what I love about it. You know, just our perseverance and the way that we push forward and just continue to strive and innovate. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to the yeah. diaspora. Yeah, because it's all over the world. Mm. You know what I love about Blade Black? Did you shake? Yeah. I, you gonna go after me? Okay. Mm-hmm. I love my rhythm. <laughs> I love my style. I love our sexual presence. I love the women. I love the strength. I love the athleticism. I fucking love being black. Fuck what you heard, son. Yo, sometimes I feel like a lot of people around the world kind of look down upon black American people. And shit, American blacks, especially and shit. But now I feel like I feel we like, underestimated how I, society has made black people look down on black people as well. That, like society has helped promote that image so hard look down on each other as well. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's real. Facts. But mm-hmm. you know, I fucking love being black, and you know, even, although you know my father's from a Caribbean country, you know, I claim America. I claim I'm an American black man because that's who I am. I was raised there. I was born here. Like this is this is my culture, you know what I'm saying? And I've always loved my culture. I think we're the coolest fucking people on the, on the planet, real Thanks. shit. And that's what I love about being black. Actually. Okay, so I love a lot of I love being black. Um, but I would be remiss if I did not mention okay. when I was younger, when I was younger, mm. and being transparent as a darker skinned female. Um, and seeing how, you know, during those times, guys would kind of like flock to um, light skinned the Puerto um, Rican females and the Puerto Rican stuff like that. I'm going to say, and I'm being honest with it, and it probably was a time where I wasn't too fond of me being as dark as I am. But of course, as I got older, I have embraced myself. I love my skin. Um, yeah. I love the clarity of my skin. I love the chocolateness of my skin. So I love being, yes, I love being black. I also love being black because we are so strong as a people and we're so strong and people are so intimidated by us that they'll do anything to knock us down. That's how much power and strength that we have. People want to be like us. Like we said, we are athletes, trendsetters in everything that we do. I feel like in everything that we do, we excel. And I mean, people e- even looking that. at like <laughs> like the image of us right now, like like those mm-hmm. six of us looking at our hair, the way we kind of present ourselves. Yeah. Like back in the day, they'd find every excuse under the sun to kind of tear that down from Mo's long hair mm-hmm. to, yeah. to my beard to Flash's longer beard. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. there's so many things that, you know, people used to just really, I won't say take for granted, but they used to harp on us so bad. We used to, we used to feel like shit. In terms of like having a hair a certain way, like I, anyway, I don't want to digress Correct. into that. I'm so yeah. glad that no, that's a good that. point. That's but part like, of it. No, and I, and that's exactly why I went to the skin tone thing because I'm not. Yeah, I can talk about, but I wanted to be very real and factual in that when I was younger, that's how I felt. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because those are the things that you that you see. And what I'm trying to say that they do that to pin the black color 
the black culture against each other. Oh, she's a lighter skin. She's nope. a darker skin. She, exactly. You know, so it, you grew up in that thinking, oh my mm. gosh, I'm dark. Nobody wants so, me. And that's not. Mm-hmm. I want to piggyback on Mo's statement about mm-hmm. um, society standard of beauty. You know, like society right. standard of beauty. And mm-hmm. I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge how that played a part of me as a little boy. I mm-hmm. used to like Street Fighter, right? And as a kid, I used to watch these characters fight. And when they would fight, their hair would always look so like luscious and wavy and shit when they'd be like doing all you kids and shit. I was like, damn, why my hair didn't look like that as a little boy? I would think about like, damn, I wish I had that type of hair. And I had to learn to love myself or learn to love the things about being black to appreciate having curly hair, appreciate having locks, you know, but I had to make that connection. Like I wanted to have white people here when I was a little boy, because that's how they were all drawn. That's how all my heroes were drawn. They're like, damn, why my hair don't look like that? You know, I love your hair, MASH. If you guys are not seeing us, check us out on YouTube. MASH has amazing locks and it's always done. He wears the bonnet to protect the shit at night. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to all my men. With Shout the out locks. to the beer gang people out there too. You know what yeah. I mean? They out there, y'all keeping real groomed and all that. Was good, Flash. Yes. You know what I, mean? I love your hair, Mash, and I love the way it flows. I love when you put it, you you braid it up and take it out. It looks it's sexy, yeah, like it's and you yeah. you rock it well, King. Drip, Thank drip. you, TJ. I appreciate we, that. We got we got some groomed motherfuckers on the SR tribe just, right now. That's I, I just be honest, Mash. Now I was saying I, I don't put a bonnet on my beard. I actually just woke up like this, just to let you know. Whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I woke up like Love this. It. Yo, I did. There was one last thing I did. We also want to piggyback on just I guess Mash and Mo, and I guess mm-hmm. it's also like like we talk about how subconscious, I guess the the image of black people are like also. I have to also talk about employment, the image of how you had to present yourself um, in terms of having a job. Where you know I was bringing up about our parents and our hair, and it's like I. I I think back in the day, looking the way Flash looked, the way Mash looked, the way I look, it's possible that our facial hair, we would not get a job because of the way we were based. I'm not, I can't speak for women, obviously, in terms of guy hair, hair. Oh, stuff yes. Us too. Oh, no. It's a, us big, too. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah. But women you can't wear natural hair, yeah. you know, or yeah. locks. You you would mm-hmm. straight. The, women would permit their I, hair. I just felt at how dismissive and unnecessary that was. You yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. like so distracting from the fact that, you know, it didn't matter. It didn't have any effect on whether we could do the job or whatnot. And it was just used to kind of bring us down. And it's like. I don't know if that still goes on in today's it society. It does. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hit it. Though. I hope that would have been sudden to stop. But it yeah, does. I just feel like it's like that's just something that needs to be kind of put out there. And I hope we kind of talk about that more in some form of fashion because that shit mm. needs to go. We could have like, a this whole, whole episode on here. Like, like looking at black people and assuming that they cannot perform the function no. based on the way they keep their hair is the most. It's not logical. It's, it's not logical. It, it's not practical. It's not helpful. So I feel like it, it that shit need to go. It would be remiss not to talk about hair. Right, it would be point slut. What a point slut, whatever. Remiss, right? But listen, but listen, check it, check it, check it. But as far as like hair goes, I'm glad y'all brought up hair because I feel like we should kind of talk about hair. And like, I want, I just want to talk about like my friend had shared a story on Instagram where she was taking her daughter to a new daycare center. Mm. And, um, you know, the daycare center was mostly white, there was a lot of white folks there, and her daughter is like, you know. Uh, her daughter has a lot of hair. She's black with a lot of like hair all over the place. It's curly, it's long, it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But when she went there, the lady kept pressing her about like, hey, oh my God, your daughter's hair is so beautiful. Why don't you straighten it? Why don't you straighten it? Like, And she brought that up to her multiple times throughout the conversation and can tell she was visual. She could She could visually tell that she was, I guess, annoying 
the black alluring my friend who's black, mm-hmm. right? And you know, because she's she keeps saying her hair is so beautiful. I don't understand why you don't straighten it. For me personally, I felt like that was that was low key racism, right? And hear me out, hear me out, right? Now, <laughs> I feel like she was trying to make her uncomfortable because white people know how much of a taboo subject hair is with black women, especially. Wait, wait, you know one question, saying? one question, shake, one question. The stylist was white. No, no, she wasn't a stylist. This is the daycare center, bro. She was at a daycare center trying to trying to enroll her daughter in the daycare center. She was checking okay. it out. And the lady who was there, who I guess was like, um, I guess like, you know, like some of these really good daycare centers, like the, not even daycare center, pre-Ks. I'm sorry. Not a mm-hmm. daycare, it was a pre-K. And mm-hmm. like they kind of checked them out before or interviewed them before they start putting your okay. kids in there and the lady kept bringing up the fact that she should straighten her daughter's hair. What was, what was the ethnicity of the lady who kept saying like straighten she was white. Hair? She was white. She was white. Thank you. She was Thank white. Mm-hmm. And God, she okay. kept pressing her about and then she was like visibly annoyed by it. And yeah. they know it, that's what that's that polite racism right there. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you know you want to keep them out so you say shit to make them uncomfortable. That's that's that that's the type of that racism that type of racism exists where you can be polite and rude at the same time. And they know what they're doing. I feel like it's appropriate to call them out on that too and directly address that shit. I, I directly Absolutely. address that shit. Absolutely. Do you, do you think that was racism or you think that was just her making a suggestion about what she thinks a preference would be? No, nah, I, felt, I felt like the amount of times that she continued to bring it up because she said she brought it up on maybe three or four different occasions. And this is during one interview. This is not uh, over multiple got it, days. Got it, got it. This is on the same day. Okay, mm-hmm. like as they go walking around the school and this shit, ain't even got nothing so to do I, with daycare. So it's like that's what I'm saying. So you know what it's mean? like, and then what I told her is the minute you straighten her hair, that's what she's gonna. That's what they're gonna expect now. You got to keep your daughter's hair straightened. This is the this is the dress code. Leave. I'm like, yo, leave your daughter's hair just the way it is. It's beautiful, just like that. Yo, I'm but not. I just I, wanted to bring I'm sorry. Up. I want to say one thing on that shake. I'm not an expert on like like hair industry, whatever, but I have been reading and just watching shit online. There's bleach and shit and the, the chemicals that people put, like women particularly put in their hair. I don't think it's good for you. I feel like that fucks you up as you get old in terms of bald and, mm-hmm. and shit like that. It ain't you know, natural feel- shit that's go- that, that they put in your hair. Yeah, I don't think you have to do that in order to um, straighten it. I think I've heard you of don't. wash and press. press and shit yeah, like that. Press. Yeah, wash and press. press. You know, yeah. I just found out about that from my little niece. Yo. But there are chemicals. Yeah, like people still put like like chemicals though, like in terms of like straighten it out and all like like that shit is There's still chemicals done. In it? Like if you got a perm, mm. yeah, that's some chemicals. Yeah. This is a whole freaking episode. But I understand like that's not stuff that you're supposed to put on your yeah. head at all. Like that shit yeah. fucks your hair up and we, your head. We, we'd be remiss if we didn't have an episode about this. We oh, should gosh. definitely okay, do that. Okay, Mash, you coming through? Yeah, we are getting. And also, needless to say, she did not choose that um that daycare. She ended up taking her to. It was a pre K. My fault. I corrected myself. Um, she ended up going to another pre-K, which had more black people in it. And it was a little bit more comfortable for her to interact with the people there. So I I, okay. I can't say I approved her decision because I'm not the kid's mom mm. um, dad, but I thought that was a good decision on her part. I know we okay. cut you off, MASH, with the whole yeah. uh, stuff. Were you complete, MASH? I, oh, I no, I get to tell y'all while I love being black. I love being black. Sorry, because we, sorry. Cause <laughs> I, I love being black for a lot of different reasons, but I love traveling being black. I love traveling being black because that's when it puts in perspective how dope it is to be black. Oh, yeah. Like, 
when you bump into somebody black when you traveling and you give them the head nod and they give you the head nod back, you be like, that's that's what it means to be black. <laughs> that connection, like, you good? I'm good. I got you. You know, like, I, there's something really special that comes you, you along. I, when you I wanted to jump on something really quickly just because you just said that, Match. I remember me and Tiffany was in, Pan- in Panama and you just said traveling. And it's, and it's how people mm-hmm. in other countries view you, too. And I mm. remember we was in the elevator. Do you remember what the lady said to us, Tiffany? TJ, I mean, she said, uh, "Beautiful negritas." Beautiful negritas. She was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like mm. and it was beautiful the way that she said women. it. Like you can tell, like she was just. It was like she was so, and in, and in, and in, you know, by how she was like, "Oh my god!" Like beautiful mm. negritas. Like beautiful. Yeah. Like just the way that yeah. she said it. It was kind of yeah. like wow. Like you know, I'm, I was taken aback, but you you know what I mean. I was just like wow. Like she like I she said, just. What, what they say mm-hmm. negrita? Negrita. Yeah, I like think, black. Girls. I think that's what she said. Like, yeah. uh, you know, beautiful bonita, black girl. negrita, okay. something, bonita, like that, something yeah. like that. Yeah, like it basically yeah. meant beautiful black girl. She would have been remiss if she didn't mention how beautiful y'all were. I just be honest yeah. with her. Oh my god! <laughs> but go ahead, yeah. so go ahead. I'd be remiss to see how everybody's sucking that word off today. God, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I want to say something real quick about that, Mo. I remember going to China. And they hadn't seen black people. So I remember walking through China and people were like, can I take a picture with you? And I have pictures of people putting their little kid in front of me and taking a picture. Like they wanted their kid to take Mm. a picture with me. Mm. And that's pretty common in China. So if you're black, they don't see a lot of black African-Americans and they can tell the difference Mm. between you being African and from Mm. America. They really can tell the difference. So I have pictures of like uh, a Chinese family that wanted to take a picture with me. And I was like, can you take a picture of me with y'all too? So, you know, (laughs) Um, and I went to Indonesia one time Mm -hmm. and I was really shocked because like they're very dark skinned. And so a guy Mm -hmm. came up to me and he was like, he couldn't speak, you know, English, but he was like showing me his skin. He was like, our skin is very similar, like is what he was trying to show me. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, we do look alike, you know? And then he looked like he was like a native of that land. So nice. I'm complete. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I love traveling, being black. I love sharing black stories. I feel like black stories are the best stories. No shade to nobody who tells stories. But nice. when it, when the story start with, yo, my nigga, when the story start with <laughs> my nigga, <laughs> you know that that story's so excited. Or, or mm-hmm. a story start with, yeah. bitch, listen. Like, those those type of conversations yes, that, yeah. that begin. Oh, bitch, let me tell you. How, how's it? How did yo, they actually say, like, yo, bitch, let me tell you something. Uh, no? They, they are no? phenomenal. Yes. They are phenomenal yes. stories. And I just love our story. I love our story. It's full of it's full of sorrow and it's full of heartache. Ocean. But mm-hmm. I love the way we handle it. Like, you know, like, there's so many different angles in which we get pressed on or pressed down. But we have progressively... A, checked each one of those things and we continue to make strives of improvement. Yeah. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me when I think about our story. It is so wild. Um, that's what I love about being black. I'm complete. Go ahead, y'all. My fault. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like what you yeah, touched right. on with this with the story shit because I feel like I do also feel the same way. Uh, black people tell the best stories. I remember like when I was, when I used to do storytelling competitions when I was younger um, and you know, you had to like memorize like a, a short book and you would have to display that story in whatever way that you can enact it after you, you know, memorize the book or whatnot. And I always remembered, like, I didn't want to just do any story. I always wanted to do, like, African folklore stories. So I always wow. went to, like, African folklore because those were the stories that I used to always hear of. And when you I fuck think with about the Aesop's like, fables and shit? Everything, everything, really. Anansi. I used to, I used to fuck with a Anansi, lot of Anansi, the, the spider. Yeah, that's yeah, a Jamaican yeah. one. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I used to, I used to, um, but I used to, like I said, always want, remember like wanting to do those stories in front of people. And um, yeah, I just feel like that's something that the ancestors probably just kept into their culture as far as like, this is how we, I don't even know how to describe that, but it's like passing down those, I guess those generations of history and 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 culture and, and artistic vibes through telling those stories or whatnot. And I just love the fact that we, yes, we do tell the best stories. Um, as far as what I love about being black though, personally, I love my resilience. Uh, I don't think I let like any one thing in this world tell me who I need to be for anyone. I love how creative I get to be. I love black colloquialisms, you know. Um, oh, they're the yeah. best colloquialisms, the best. The best, the best, the best. The best. Uh, I feel like, I feel the like being, very sweet of the juice is a colloquialism. Ratchet is a colloquialism, nigga. Ratchet is anything that we ratchet. say that we greet each other. Mm-hmm. What's popping? How you? Yeah. Who that? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. all that's a black good? colloquialism. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I feel like being black to me means that I, I get to be excellent by my standards and and I love like the I don't really put a limit on that so it's like I love that I get to explore all these these things I feel like in our culture there's a lot of whitewashing that goes on we've been taught or at least like they they used to teach people like hey white skin is better white hair is better all this other shit that that's why it kind of triggered me when you said the shit about the the girl's hair or whatnot I'm sitting here like that's just a a feeling that they probably have within themselves, but I feel like when you so loving about being black, you don't you don't have to look at that as like a, a way of a beauty per se or nothing like that. No, you appreciate all the good things that come being black. Even if you want to straighten your hair, but it's like just to know like I can have my black hair and still be like excellent. That's a that's a great thing. That's I feel yeah, I feel like it took me a while, but I learned how to see my skin as like an asset instead of a liability in this country. And mm-hmm. you know, I feel like once I understood how much power was attached to me like it's 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 just no limits for me from there so yeah uh but yeah those are like you'd be remiss not to take advantage of that absolutely yeah, niggas is horse. 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 Be remiss for me not to say that you guys are horse. Cool down, cool down, cool down, cool down, cool down. All right, all right. Cool down. So, cool down. Did everybody explain why they love being black? They did. They did. All right, cool. So let's let's move on to the next. All right. So the the next question I want to ask y'all is, do y'all support black films because they are black? And we're not talking about the bootleg shit like we like we talking about real black films. Do y'all support real black films? I well, want to ask well, a question about that. When you when you say black films, you mean like black produced films, like people who who who's a black who made the films or you mean films that just star black people? Mm, that's a good question. I think you can make it both. to whatever you, whatever it means to you, like a directed film no. or more black Washington. actors. You know, like a, a Denzel Washington film. There's not going to be all black mm-hmm. actors, but there's it's his. Not. You know, he's one of the main actors. You know, like right. Will Smith. Like, it made or, me think of like Tyler Perry. Like he his has, mm-hmm. he has a whole black production company. Like, do we all support Tyler Perry just because he has an all black production? Do y'all like Tyler Perry's products? Like. I fuck with Tyler That's Perry. what made me think about that. I, I, and I feel like it's okay if you don't fuck with Tyler Perry, too. Yeah, it's another I've thing seen, I was thinking about. I've seen every movie that Tyler Perry has put out from the very beginning, which was Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I've saw every last movie that Tyler Perry has put out. I'm just being honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have. Let me tell you something. How did you support it? Did you pay at the movie theater? Because I think that's 
a part of the question too. Yo, like, how did you support it? Like, not bootleg. Chill, TJ, chill, TJ, chill. Did you fucking pay for the movie? We talking about the shit. That's support. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, views are supported as well, so viewing it does count as well. Viewing counts. So let's be. So in regards to Tyler Perry, let's be honest. In regards to Tyler Perry, it was a time when he had when he used to do plays. Those plays were put on DVDs, and that is how we watched them. Because um, obviously, he wasn't doing a play necessarily in New York, but that's how he started off with doing the stage yeah. plays. Then he Absolutely. went into right. I'm just the then he play. went into um, doing it in movies and movie theaters. And yes, I have supported it in in the movie theaters, except for the only one I didn't see in the movie theater was I think it was like the Halloween Boo or something like that. That one I saw on regular TV. But the last movie that he put out, which was one with the funeral, that was the last one that he put. I think in the movie theaters, I actually went to go see that. Me and my mother. Mm. Went to go no. see that, but I but I, I do support. Yeah, if it's a black actor in it, and if the movie is going to be good, yeah, I I, I support. If for I me, feel like I'm going to enjoy the movie, yes, I'm going to. You know, mm. for me, it's not just having a black actor in it. I, for me, you know what? I I am so proud of my people on how much they progress. Like I don't know if y'all remember some of the black movies that they used to be trash. Like there was a lot of trash black movies and mm-hmm. shit. Like they would just put out like low quality. Name, name a trash black movie. <laughs> I, I got the hookup oh, oh, and all the fucking masterpiece <laughs> shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yo, but I love so that he tried hold on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not so going to play my man P. Miller. My man <laughs> P. Miller was doing something smash. different. Come he was a revolution, my nigga. Hold on. It may not have been like, it may not have been some shit that win an Academy Award, but he did it for the hood. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He had he black did. characters. That was How you felt about Soul Plane? How you felt about Soul Plane? I think Soul Plane was a was an amazing film and it got bootlegged. Uh-huh. And that's the only reason it didn't pop the way it should have popped. Soul oh, Plane yeah. was Soul amazing. Plane. Plane was mad good. classic black films back in the day. I feel bro. like so many. I feel like the quality of films that black people are putting out these days are so What about Pootie good. Tang? How y'all feel about Pootie Tang? That shit was I, hilarious. I like I like Pootie Tang. Yo, that was funny. Pootie Tang was that hilarious. That was funny. Yo, I, I love our culture in movies. So I'm definitely gonna go watch, especially black comedies. I love going to see those. Um I, I've seen if um, what's this guy Jordan Peele when he puts out a movie, yes. fucking amazing. I go out and support mm-hmm. those movies. I don't know. Time. He kind of lost then, me after Get Out. I, after Get Out, I, get, get Out wasn't that bad, bro. Get Out, Wait, was you know, Get Out was Get Out was, get out was great, but well, the other get out one, was was the other the one, one after with that. the hands around the world, like Think what us? was that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Us. us. I, I know us. the movie you're talking about. I, I like that movie, yeah. the family movie. That movie was good. It was a, I, I, I liked, liked it. it. Twisted the end. I liked it. I thought it was it was it was okay. Yeah, the end of it was kind of yeah. I mean, I wasn't I like to be honest, to I wasn't something. expecting it to do better than get out. To be honest, I just wanted to view it as a standalone yeah. movie. I'm looking at it as a standalone movie. I thought it was pretty good. As a standalone movie, I needed more. And then and do you remember how we all came out for Black Panther? We came out for yes. that shit. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say I that. was so proud to be black. During that yep. moment, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is nobody's talking about that moment, right? Good. Yo, Shake, I, I don't want to like, I don't wanna, I like throw to. negativity on that, but I also want to highlight the fact that corporations in Hollywood do take advantage of that kind of black of moment where they of purposely course. put black actors in the movie, like film, but it's just to just attract black people. They don't really care about mm-hmm. the black audience; they just care black about the money that the black, black audience brings. So, and I don't also care about that. It, it, it's I think our we culture. should. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because remember, we're assuming that because like we're going out to see a black actor, that the black money that we're giving them is going towards that black actor it may not be the case. It may be going towards the white people behind the scenes. So yeah, I didn't. I've I didn't matter been. for me. Black Panther was bigger than that. I wanted my mm-hmm. kids, or I wanted children, mm-hmm. to see themselves in a in a hero. 
you know, because right. before it was Superman ding, and ding, Batman ding, ding, and Spider-Man ding, 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 and they're all ding, ding, white. Right. So I wanted them to see that power mm-hmm. in themselves and, and the way that they see it is, you know, someone that looks like them, someone that That's they right. could be. Representation is very, very important. Very yeah. powerful to, to children. And so, yes, the money is big. And yes, they made a lot of money off of us. And I don't care because I think it did a lot for our spirit. I, I, I think yes. we shouldn't say I don't care because it's remember, like, like don't get me wrong. Not it, that I don't Black, care. Black Panther was, was great for the culture. Don't get me wrong. But like it shouldn't come at the cost of us being exploited or anything of that nature. And we've spoken about I, that. I, before. I don't, I don't feel 100 percent exploited by that because I feel like it still supported us in our. It was proud. It was proud. It was a proud moment for me. And I also uh-huh. felt... Can, go ahead, Mash. I'll let you say something, then I'll go after you. Sorry. I just wanted to know how you guys feel about white actors being casted for black roles. Like, when you have instances yeah. when you have, like... There was a movie where they had... When Scarlett you know, Johansson got cast as what's her name? No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about when mm-hmm. there's, like, kings and queens and, like, Egyptian roles. Like, with like white gods of Egypt? Casted for those roles. Like, gods of Egypt. Perfect example. I feel like that's trash. I feel like that movie was 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 trash at the box office, and that's why, like, you don't misrepresent re- misrepresent black do you, people like that. I feel like, I feel like for movies... Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, for movies like that, people really have to, like... I don't really pay it an attention at first. Until somebody actually points it out to me, it'd be something that somebody would have to point out for me. I, I feel like I don't really take into account the ethnicity of the person playing this traditionally black role, unless okay. it was like you know. What Jake, about- do, you, do you remember? Do you remember Twelve Years as a Slave? Like, <laughs> huh? like Twelve Years as a Slave. Everybody remembers that movie, right? Um, the only reason I, I bring up that it, movie. Yeah. Could- uh, there was a black person, the black slave. Um, I don't want to mis- mispronounce his name. He's also he plays Baron Mordo in Doctor Strange. Um, that movie. I don't want to mispronounce his name, but I am talking about the marketing for that movie. Uh, the original marketing for that movie had him as the star. But when you see like like marketing for maybe like outside the U.S., they had what, Brad Pitt as kind of the star, the star, making wow. it look like he was the star of the movie when he played a minor he role had a at the very, very end of it. Cameo. He had a yeah. very minor, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, the end of the movie, yeah. Um, right. I, I'm just saying that to say that, like, in terms of, you know, Black, Black Panther and Black moments, but it's like, like there are instances where they kind of, like, push it towards something that isn't towards us at all. I, I don't want to say and I'm wondering, but and, and not to, And I'm wondering if they did that because maybe overseas, more people knew who Brad Pitt was. And probably that's how they wanted to filter in the money. But mm-hmm. still in all, it's, if it's, if that man was the lead, they mm-hmm. still should have, you know. I mean, it's mismarketing yeah. for people who thought that yeah, Brad exactly. Pitt was going to star in it because he right. only had like a small role in it at the end. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And they I don't care. Like, they want the money, just care. like you they said. <laughs> Yo. But I want to answer Mash's question and I want to answer Flash's question. But Flash, you want to go first? I, I had a look. I had a question, but go ahead. I'd rather you oh. go first. Mm-hmm. I wanted to answer Mash's question where he said... What, what specifically was your question? Do you like it when, um, how do you feel about black people being played by white people or yeah. black characters being played by white people? Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. I don't feel like it should exist. There's tons of black um, actors and I hate when we all continually use the same actors. There's so has many it ever done, black has, actors. Has there a movie that's ever done it right? A white person playing a black person correctly? I've never heard of one. Can I, name I one? feel the same way about Jamaican. Find a Jamaican actor. I was I just hate, about Monique to say loves that. that. I know you say. I know you was gonna say that, Mo. But like, that. I hate it. Like they use Debbie Allen. I mean, what what was Whitley's name from? Um, is it Debbie Allen? No, no, it's not it's Debbie Allen. Debbie it's Allen is Felicia Rashad's sister. Yes, um, not that one. It's the one that played Whitley from. 
What, a different, a different world? world? From different a different world. world. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I forgot her name. Jasmine Guy. Uh, Jasmine Because I used to love her. I felt yeah. like I was with mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. But anyway, no, Jasmine Guy played a Jamaican woman in Harlem, which is the show that uh, Megan Good is on in. Amazon. And I was just mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. she did a horrible accent. She's a great actress, but she did a horrible accent. Why not find a Jamaican original actor? You know what I mean? So- that bothers me. Remember Zoe Saltana? Zoe Saltana. I think there was uh, some heat Zoe for her. Saldana. She was playing. Zoe, I'm sorry, mm. apologies. It, it, I forgot the movie, but she was playing an iconic black actor. Um, and there was controversy Nina for Simone, because Nina she had Simone the movie. Nina Simone. Thank you, Mash. Mm. So they casted Zoe Saldana to play her character, but she has darker skin. They should have casted somebody with darker skin instead of her. And I think it was a, another artist they had. Uh, forgot her name as well. I'm fucking it up, but uh, it like. She had to use a lot of makeup to kind of recreate the look that she had when they could have had someone who naturally kind of fit the look. Mm-hmm. India Ari, I believe, was the was was the better candidate that people were saying at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. I, I remember we was talking about black, like white people were kind of playing black roles, but also think about how Hollywood chooses specific black people, but not maybe accurate black people, right? Um, as yeah, well, just right. because they fits a specific kind of market that they're trying to attract. And then I I wanted to say real quick, and then I'm done. Um, So to answer your question, Flash, is I do support movies if they are black. Like if there's a black director or a black actor, I do try to support it. And I do try to go to the movie theaters. Like I definitely watched Black Panther on bootleg, but I wanted to make sure that my dollars counted for that movie in in the, the numbers. And I know I know how you feel about that boogie, but I did go and spend money at the theater just to support it. I did the same thing for like Will Smith movies too because I just wanted to support it. But I know- Shout out to Will Smith. My man been doing big numbers back in 1995 back when he was on that like Will Smith show. Jamie Foxx too. Jamie Foxx. All all of them legends. Like TV show stars was definitely making it seem like y'all could do more than TV. Like when he transitioned from from, um, TV to movies, I feel like that was also kind of low key a good moment for a lot of people to kind of watch. Like, yo, he could do that and do a movie. I feel like that was a lot of energy for people that was up and coming at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, just a quick question. I, I didn't want to stay too long on it, but yo, would y'all watch a movie where white people tried to play slaves? Fuck. Yes. No. I would. Complete, I would love to see that shit. Or you, yo, there was, after Game of Thrones ended, the, the directors, they talked about pitching a show where slavery kind of still existed and there was like an aftermath of it, seeing how people reacted. That shit got shut down so fucking fast because no one wanted to see those shit like that. White people should never be playing slaves because it's like, what's the point of that? So disrespectful. I would I, love to see it because I want them to see how it, it looked and how it felt. God bless, God bless the director trying to put out a movie where white people are being slaves and, and like in, re, in reflection of black people and it, and it don't get bombed. Like that's... What if it was a Spike Lee shit? I don't know. Why was Spike Lee I'm doing for it. I'm a for it. movie with white slaves? Unless it was to like was, really like asking. showcase the moment in terms of black people in power. But it's like, why? We already kind of get the message from real life. I guess I didn't know, like, would that trigger like black people? Would that trigger white people? Like I that would trigger show. a lot of people. I think it would trigger white people. And I want them to see what it looked like and how they would feel if they were mm-hmm. in our shoes. So I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. a comedy. Like imagine a, a white comedy where white people are being like be, being slaves and people are making oh, jokes I don't about think that. Funny I would about imagine it. that there's there would be a fucking bonfire. That. That's and it's nothing like, funny about it. That would be I offensive agree. if me it's too. a comedy. If it's legit playing, that would be very offensive to me. If it was a, a comedy and you're making fun of it. However, if it's a movie and they're legitimately um, playing a slave, it does kind of put them in our shoes. They'll Minimize never experience it. it. Yeah, they'll never experience in it. In no shape, form, not. or fashion can right, we legitimize fashion. that as an acceptable fucking film. 
I, thank you. Exactly. Thank you. I, I, thank you. I, I personally I would think never that support that shit. If someone pitched an idea to me, like, yo, you gonna come watch this movie with white people playing slaves? I'd be like, why? Why? What what am I gonna get out of that film? Right. What is what is what could what could I possibly get out of that? Is it supposed to be funny? Cause that ain't funny. Is it supposed to be entertaining? Am I, I am I supposed to feel better? Help like, oh right. look, white people are playing slaves on TV, so I should feel pretty good you now. Know, like, at, fuck no. At no point <laughs> you know I mean? do it's I think like, that that'd be something that I'd be interested in. But somebody would watch it. Mm. Somebody would watch it. Unless there was like an overall theme to it, I just don't see it being successful. Like there's just no reason to put that on TV. We got real life reflections enough to like, we don't need entertainment of that level on TV. I got you. Like even that subject matter, it's like only like you have to entertain some real shit. And it's like, I just don't see it being done. Like, Okay. Now I was asking, like I said, uh, but yeah, just to answer the question too, I do support black movies. And uh, I I definitely try to be more word of mouth because I know I watch a lot of black bootlegs, but yeah, I support <laughs> when I can. Um, all right. I mean, so, we all seen Friday officially, right? So I think that's support enough right there. We yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, they're staples. Yeah. I get that. So wait, so did, right. did anybody say what their favorite black one was? Because I didn't I didn't remember saying mine. Favorite what black, black movie? movie? Favorite black yeah. movie. Oh, okay. I got favorite a few. Black. I got a few. My favorite black movie. I love this movie. I don't know if my favorite movie is The Best Man. Yeah. That's I love okay. the best man. I really like the best man. I like okay. all the Fridays. Shout out to all the Fridays, TJ. Real shit. Especially Friday after next, which is underrated in my opinion. I feel like that shit is funny as a motherfucker, especially around <laughs> the holidays. No shade. But I do want, for some odd reason, I want to shout out, um, I believe it's Set It Off with the four ladies, oh, yeah. Queen Latifah. In terms of action flicks one. at the time, I ain't going to hold you. Those ladies did their thing in terms of just taking four regular ladies and just showing them yes. like, yo, we need to get this motherfucking money. And they was like, yo, we going to go out trying to get this motherfucking money. And I, I respect that film. Classic, underrated, but deserves its moment in the sunlight. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with like Soul Food. I don't know what it was Ooh, about Big a, Mama House. Oh, yes, that's in my yo. top. Yeah, that's in my time. So my husband. The family fucked my husband. That's that was that was inappropriate for me to watch. That was Yo, saucy as a kid. That's that is the kid. best part of the movie. I love me some soul food. <laughs> when, when homegirl fucked um Shorty's husband. Yep. And they was at Dennis Giver, like, why are you worried about him? Worry about him fucking it was just I gave you the line. But it was so organic. So real, you could feel that shit. I love soul food. Big mama soul food. It showcased how essential that grandmother was and how, like, when she faded, like, how everyone kind of splintered. Yes. And from the um, young homeboy's perspective, I forgot little man's name. I'm forgetting everybody's name. Fucking it up. Mm. But mm-hmm. little man was, like, kind of the, the the centerpiece where we kind of saw things through his eyes. And it's like, I love that framing perspective. That was a great movie. Shout out to that, Flash. Who else got one? I'm going to go with Malcolm X. That was one of okay. my favorite movies. Um, Facts. Good. Okay. Loved it. Okay. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. I love fucking Crooklyn and I love uh, Do the Right Thing. Those are my two favorite black films. I just talked about Crooklyn. We just talked about Crooklyn last week. What's Crooklyn? I feel like I I don't know much about that. Crooklyn was a story of a black family growing up in the the 70s in Brooklyn, Bed Stop Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And it showed how they they experienced their reality. It was like five kids. The mom has five children, right? Oh, man. Five children. Mm -hmm. No, we just talked about this in a training and basically. The film was brought up to say, honestly, do we feel like the mother was being like abusive towards her children? Because remember the mm. scene, Mash, where um, she left out and told him to clean up the kitchen and she came back mm-hmm. and woke everybody up out of their sleep and was like, hitting, you know, like popping them on a button stuff and hitting them, hitting them upside their head. 
And I was honestly mm-hmm. telling them like this is, and that's what we talked about. Like, well, that's black culture and that's normal. And mm-hmm. no, to me, that's not abusive. That that's the way that she handled her children. She had an expectation and she said what she said. She said, when I get back, the home needs to be, um, she, she didn't pick up an object to hit them. She, mm-hmm. you know, you're allowed to discipline your children. And that's what she did. As a mother of five children, she needs to have some type of order. So Facts. that's what she was doing. Facts. Teaching her children. Right, teaching her, five kids right, is chaos. Teaching her children. <laughs> right. Teaching her children. When I tell you to do something, you're going to do it. And to show them, because I, because I guarantee you one thing, I bet you they're not going to do that again. Cause she woke them up out of their sleep and was right. like, come down and clean up the kitchen. So now they know, yo, if she said clean the kitchen, let me do that shit before I go to bed. Because you ain't trying to get woken I'm not, again. I'm this not trying facts. to get woken up again. Mm. Right. Facts. Go ahead, man. So Crooklyn yeah. and do the right thing. Those are my two favorite black joints. I feel like Spike Lee does a really mm-hmm. good job. Well, I feel like his work does a really good job capturing the black experience. His 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 lens is amazing. The wood was good too. Oh, the right. wood was. And he's been doing this consistently for decades. So definitely shout out to that man. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. best man, soul food, the wood. Yeah, them shit. Was Malcolm X in particular, like, like the like hit. Mm-hmm. I feel like the preacher's wife and soul food and all that stuff was one era. And yes. go to the wood and all the mother shit, the wood mm-hmm. and uh, what yeah. was the what was the other one you mentioned? Um, um, the best man, uh, so, best man, married, shit the best like man. that. Best yeah, man. The best man. That was a whole yeah. other oh. era yeah. and shit. It's like different mm-hmm. eras, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love sure different was. eras of black movies. And then the Tyler Perry, Why Did I Get Married? And wait, had, like, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I just want to throw this one out here too. I, I mentioned the two classics, but my current favorite black movie is Django. Django is my favorite black movie. Oh, Django, what about the I love Django. <laughs> bro, huh? I love Django, bro. <laughs> Django. I watched it four times. Did you guys times. see The Harder They Fall? Four times. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Which one yeah, was the name of it? Did you guys see that movie? It's called The Harder They Fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Harder They Fall was good. Harder was good. It Harder They Fall was good, but I'll be remiss if I didn't talk about how amazing the Django was. The Django? The Django. Django. Top five. Absolutely. Top five what? Yep. Black films. Greatest movies. Yeah. Top five greatest? I gotta rewatch that shit. You know the word greatest is subjective, right? Watch that shit again. Watch that shit. I mean, again, like bro. we talked like we talked about Malcolm X, Boys in the Hood. Top yeah, five. Yeah, Malcolm X was a good one. Top five. You heard me. You nah, gotta Jango watch that really shit. Really watch better than the Jago, bro. Yeah. Jago was really good. Yo, who any, anybody else got any movies? Any last last uh entries? Um, Shout out to Martin um, Lawrence as well. I definitely want to give him respect. TVs and movies. He's also uh, brother doing his thing. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you most when yeah. you give him flowers. No, you know a movie I like too, and it's not a it's it's a halfway because it is some white um, Matthew McConaughey played in it, but it's just a movie of, of, of the time of how I feel like a black father don't give a fuck. A time to kill. Family. A time to kill. And he know she knows Woo! it. A time to yeah, kill. That, that movie right there. Movie. That movie was that a hard movie, but that movie. movie was of a black father that said, "I don't give a fuck. I'm a. Mm. I'm gonna do what I gotta do to protect my damn family, my child, he, damn, my child, exactly." And that movie right there, "Time to Kill." I, I always really liked that movie. I really mm. No, 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 no. He did. He did what he had to do to avenge his child. To avenge his Remember child. Yeah, a, correct. Yes, to avenge. Yeah, to, to whatever child. he had to do. He and Ken. And I, I, I they yeah. fucking they raped the they raped the I got, that little girl. Yeah. Can I just like this is not like top five, but I do want to say it's like underrated. We don't talk about it, but I do want to shout the brother out because he's always been consistent on a low. And he's had his ups and downs. So before I say I, I just want to say that before I put the brother's name out there. Shout out to Chris Brown. He's a brother that sings. He's also a brother yes. that Crazy. like done movies. Yes. And I do want to shout out a specific movie that he did with T.I. called Takers. Um, yes. I like that, that he journey. did um, that way back when. Take I feel it. like that's yeah. underrated, but I did enjoy it. And more to the point, I enjoyed Chris Brown's performance in that. I thought he did his thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, it's just underrated how that, like he naturally did have a movie talent in addition to even his singing. Christmas was good. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> facts. So yeah, shout out to that brother in terms of his acting ability in addition to the singing. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I was watching an old movie by um what's this guy? And what's this Kevin Hart? Son, Kevin Hart used to be such a trash actor, bro. Oh my god, his acting made me so upset. I don't know if it was high. I don't know if it's because I was high. I'm really critical <laughs> of movies when I get high. But when I was watching this shit, I love I was it. Shake like, up. Fuck the angles of the shit was trash. Everything was. I watched it was on Tubi. Okay, which was watching? And, and which was watching? And I can't remember the name of it was. It was so trash. I cut that shit off in yeah. 15 minutes. The camera <laughs> was trash. The acting was trash. Everything was trash about it. Yo, I found myself watching his um his joint on Netflix, True Story, and I was like, yo, it's pretty good though in terms of that his shit acting. Was good his as acting and his really good. Good. acting, bro. I like it. That was Ridiculous. really good. I love that. I like his that. acting has really improved. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. No, you haven't watched it yet. No, I have. No, I, no, I'm like three, I'm like three or four episodes in. Yeah. I want to tell you what happens at the end, though. No, nah, don't please. Wait, that's the the new film that he had about like him. No, no, the old yeah. film that's new. Yeah, it's new though. But he, like two months ago. it's like he's talking about like how his brother set him up something yeah, like that, something something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. don't tell him, don't don't that, don't, yes. don't tell me because I want to watch it. Yeah. All right, um, yeah, all right. So let, let's uh, move on now. All right, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so look, last week Sorry. we actually um, <laughs> we ended up doing a black showcase. Thanks for tuning. Yes, okay, we live. We think live? Mm-hmm. Are we really live. live. Yeah. <laughs> what up, no, tribe? Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, am I doing this? Episode. We finished an episode, TJ. TJ, you finished. Right. Oh, okay, so we're going to finish. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet. This was our Blackity Black Part 2, and black, we're calling black, black. it The Sweet of the Berry. Black, black of the Berry. Black of the Berry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Get it together, TJ. The, sorry, guys. The black of the berry, and we're gonna have another episode coming out called "The Sweet of the Juice." Yes. So this is the black of the berry. Stay tuned uh-huh. for the sweet of the juice. But if you're not listening to us on all the platforms, we're everywhere you can hear uh, podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. Pandora. You name it, we're there. Check us out. Share us with a friend. If you're not connected with us, connect with us on IG. Follow us. Save us. Subscribe. Uh, share us with a friend. We're on IG at So Ratchet Podcast. We're also on YouTube at So Ratchet Podcast if you want to see our beautiful faces. We're mm-hmm. on TikTok at So Ratchet Podcast as well. Mm-hmm. We're going to be putting out more content on TikTok. Bear with us. Also on Twitter, we're on So Ratchet Pod. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You're a part of the tribe. And that's it. Deuces. Deuces. Thank you. Peace out. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday. <laughs>